0: And I also remember that me and his brother tried to create our own Mortal Kombat with the music and everything and it didn't go well. It just ended up getting beaten up by his brother <laughs> and then crying and then me leaving awkwardly As <laughs> many times when it happens, and it's just that awkward
1: I best go, you best go.
2: <laughs> and, uh...
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Films on Trial. I'm Gav. I'm Alex. I'm Dave. And I'm Austin. And this week, we're putting the 2021 Action Fantasy Mortal Kombat on trial. Is it a flawless victory or is it a fatality? Mm. Essentially, we're going to find out if it will be placed on our esteemed hit list or our steaming shit list. Now, before we go on, our last film on trial was Conan the Barbarian, which I judged and I deemed that it should be placed on the shit list. Now, I've since gone away. Did I make the right call? I've since gone away and watched it. Sorry, I'm gonna just just going away, general, yeah. I've just gone away. I've just gone away. Thought about it. <laughs> I've gone away. Thought about it, and I've watched it. Did I make the right call? I think I did. I did enjoy it. There were a lot of elements that I did enjoy. Mainly Arnold Schwarzenegger just punching a lot of people, and I did think that the score was fantastic. And I thought that the set pieces were really good. I even thought like some of the action, even though there was an excessive amount of blood packs, I thought it was pretty (laughs) decent. But it was, it was, it was shit. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? Did you like the bit where he made the snake straight and (laughs) shot it as an arrow? It's great, isn't it? I'm not going to lie. The entire time, I was just waiting for that to happen. And <laughs> <laughs> it did, it did not disappoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It twice. I know, I know. I could just feel, though, like Dave's disappointment. You know, no matter what arguments he put forward, it didn't matter because it all boiled down to James L. Jones wanking off a snake and putting it into an arrow of Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah i do think that it did go on the right list so uh, thank you very much for that guys
1: that Uh, was uh sorry just to say that was just as that wraps up our arnie season was that four for four or was it five for five on the shit list it was four for four four
0: for four four for four not not good for arnie is it it wasn't good for arnie no it wasn't good for arnie and uh, i'll hold my hands up and say that um it's Alex's fault for not putting Butterman on the <laughs> 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 Just set the scene. I suppose this is a, a bit of a crossover really because Arnold Schwarzenegger appeared as a character in the latest Mortal Kombat game, Mortal Kombat 11. Well, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. 800 <laughs> I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger would have gone very far. <laughs> like a 70-year-old odd Austrian man. <laughs> Actor. <laughs> um, okay, right. So uh, moving on to this week's trial. Uh, all of the roles have been picked out of the hat at random. So acting in defense and trying to get this film placed on the hit list will not be Joel. Uh, Joel was the one who suggested that we, <laughs> that we record this episode, review Mortal Kombat and he's not even the, here the, the, the premium pay 15 quid yes. each Mortal Joel Kombat. made us pay 15 pound each to watch Mortal Kombat because he wanted to defend it and now he's not even here what a scumbag <laughs> You're genuinely annoyed about this aren't you? <laughs> Even if it is a, it's a quality film or not, I just think it's the, the biggest case of house we've had on this
2: podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, accident offence and trying to get this film placed on the hit list will be Alex. Alex is a little bit like Kano. He eat absolutely anything. He has problems with his eyesight and he was in an accident that left him with a metal plate in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and acted as prosecution and trying to get this film placed on the shit list Will be me and Dave Now I'm a bit like Johnny Cage A cheesy, egotistical, big mouth poser Who was supposed to be one of the good guys But you just want to punch over and over and over again And Dave is just like Liu Kang Some would call him disciplined and well respected Others would call him really dull and probably the worst one but those people would be wrong because that's obviously Joel. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just like real cause advocates, the defense and prosecution will be making the best case for their roles. These may or may not be their real opinions though. So do stay tuned until the end of the episode to hear their genuine thoughts, which means this week, Ozzy has the most important role as he'll be playing the judge. And Ozzy is a little bit like Raiden. He's really good with electricity, He takes ages to arrive, and when he does, he does very, very little. (laughs) Now, Ozzy must decide which list this film should be placed on, hit or shit, based solely on the arguments put to him, and not using his own opinion, which is good, because Ozzy has not seen Mortal Kombat. Now, before we get started, I think we should probably give the audience a bit of a better understanding as to what Mortal Kombat is all about, so let us spin the Wheel of Impressions. <laughs> right, so uh, well, it's a very long one that isn't it. So what we do here is we read off the synopsis of the film in the style of one of the cast or characters from the film. This week is landed on question mark, which means judge's choice. So, Aussie, you get to pick who you would like to read the synopsis.
2: Okay, everybody, hold up your hand with any number one to five. Two, sorry, Alex, four. Oh, <laughs> I was about to do four as well you got there. Yeah. Okay so Alex is going to be your reading visual the synopsis <laughs> I know yeah I, 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 The second I said I thought oh, that doesn't really work for <laughs> for Not for the audio so, yeah. Yeah. But, Well though um, it wouldn't matter anyway because no matter what you held up I was going to say it was you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was just first, just because I did it first wasn't that it? Was, that was exactly, <laughs> It caught your attention <laughs> yeah. It was literally
2: whoever came up first Okay, <laughs> okay so
0: Alex uh, How would we like Alex to read the synopsis? Maybe gonna... a tricky one,
3: really. I mean, either the, either the like the arena announcer, volcano, or, or. So I've never seen it as the arena announcer. The same as like in the well, game, just from the video game, here. there is no arena announcer in the film. But I'm I'm going back to the games. Okay, it's like, so that
1: the I'm guy like... who goes like fatality,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. okay.
0: Yeah.
3: So either yeah, him like or volcano, or or
0: volcano. You know. I don't mind. What Gav?
3: Yeah, yeah. What's I think
0: he? I think the arena announcer. I think we arena already heard an Australian okay. accent from you. Uh. Fatality, <laughs> MMA fighter Cole
1: Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe.
0: <laughs> well done, man! I Very thought that was quite. Nice. Yeah, I thought it was Very
1: pretty nice. good. Thank you. Better than my maximum side off from last week.
0: Strangely, oh. yes. Considering <laughs> <Pause>. <laughs> you've, been, you've been practicing your Max side off for about six years. <laughs> No, I'm joking, man. Of course, of course not. They were
3: both no, that, terrible.
0: That, that, cut, deep.
3: <laughs> that a, cut deep. It was a
0: funny joke, that one, Gaff. That
1: was
3: Brutality. <laughs> <That> one was... <laughs> Finish him. Finish him.
0: <laughs> uh, good one, well, Gaff. <laughs> 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 okay, starting off, uh, Ozzy, do you want to kick
2: things off, please? Yeah, well, um, I, mean, I I guess it strikes me that this may be the sort of film where that summary was literally the entire film. <laughs> <Yeah>. But... <laughs> um, yeah, let's have a little bit front of the fence, just a bit of an overview, a bit of a tell me what's good, what's what's don't tell me what's bad. That's that can be Dave's job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Introduce it properly. Fight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you you you're pretty much spot on there, Ozzy. It that is pretty much the entire film. This is not a complicated film at all. Uh you've got uh the beginning of the film is really it's a such it is such a good start to a fighting film it starts off in feudal japan and you've got i mean i haven't really played uh mortal Kombat games particularly but i know from front covers and just you know flicking through things you've got this thing between scorpion as a character and you've got sub-zero it seems like sub-zero's got icy fights with and scorpion seems to have this like sort of knife on a chain that he sort of throws out from his hand anyway they seem to be the two main characters that have beef in mortal Kombat, and it sets it up with that you know the film knows where to you know where the interest lies. So it's a lovely 15 minute section where it sets up Sub-Zero sort of killing Scorpion's family, setting up this like, you know, feud that's going to be sort of, you know, you can see going to be going to be important later on in the story. He's there to wipe out Scorpion's bloodline and it sort of explains where the characters, you know, get, get this, this beef from. Uh, Anyway, uh, Scorpion's bloodline carries on. There's a daughter that isn't killed by Sub-Zero and, you know, the story just is Pretty, pretty much, very, very basic. Earth realm is going to be attacked. Uh, it has to win this mortal combat, and you've got this other realm called Outworld. Basically, Earth realm good guys, Outworld bad guys. They've got to both assemble a team of fighters to win mortal combat. This tournament, and basically the film, the start of the film is the good guys being assembled, but being chased by the bad guys. Sub Zero chasing them. The uh, good guys are assembled and sort of find out what, you know, find out what the, you know, about, find out about the tournament, about Outworld, about a little bit more about the, the world. Then basically the dickheads, the the Outworld team, come and destroy them. The good team loses for a little while in the film. And then, as you would expect towards the end of the film, the good team gets their shit together. And beat the rest of them. So it's just straight up. This film is just straight up what it says on the tin. It's uh, you know, it, it's not for people who are going in there with a full brain, I wouldn't say. It's, you know, it's for people who are sort of, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of missing, missing at least 25 or 50% of their brains. They're gonna love it. They're gonna really, really get into it. It's 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 a good fun watch. It's called. Mortal Kombat. It's based on a video about people smashing each other in the face. And there's a lot of shots where people are smashing people in the face. Uh it's the main thing is it's accessible. This is my main thing. I don't really like Mortal. Well, not that I don't like it. I don't really like fighting games, and I certainly don't know anything or care about the Mortal Kombat law. Do you know what I mean? Which and I'm sure there's some diod people that really do get into that stuff. And I think there's enough for those people. It's obviously, you know, from what I had a little look at the characters and they seem similar to the ones that are in this film, sort of delves a little bit into the backstory, like I said, right at the beginning. And, you know, for the rest of us that don't really care that much about it, it's accessible. So you actually do know what's going on. And uh, yeah, it's it's a lawful lot of people smashing each other in the face. And it's, again, another thing that it does is that it's quite gory because the games, again, it's not just your normal, like, Street Fighter where people are like firing little higher um you know, little fireballs at each other. It's like you fire a fireball in Mortal Kombat and you see it sort of eviscerates someone's head off. You know what I mean? It's quite a gory game. And that's what they did. They made quite a gory fighting movie. So you know, I don't know what else you would expect Mortal Kombat to do, but that's that's what it does. So yeah.
2: Um, I saw Gav had his little finger up there. Um, well, his, his long, long, gangly. No, God, look the giant, <laughs> giant hand. <laughs> uh, what, well, Gav? You had a little bit to add?
0: Yeah, no, I, I was going to say I, I agree in the concept. You know, the, I think the ideas in theory are very good, but I just don't what, think my, it's... my ideas or. No, the the idea of the, the, the film. Well, like what you said is like it sounded like that was what they wanted to do, but I don't think it was very well executed. But pardon the pun. But as Alex said, the movie starts in Japan, sixteen seventeen. And it involves this showdown between Sub Zero and Scorpion, which is really well done, it's well filmed. It feels like that they concentrated the most effort and money and time on that opening scene. And then it just all goes to shit. It jumps forward to the modern day to introduce this really boring character called Cole Young, who isn't he doesn't become any more interesting at any point in the film, by the way. But he isn't an actual character from the game franchise. He's a character that's been created specifically for the film. We'll go into casting characters later on, but I get that the director and writers are introducing a new human character that audiences can, I don't know, relate to and rally behind. But the thing is, is he's just not very interesting. Uh, Alex said that the characters were similar. Well, I mean, what, what, and he's not an expert, but what he has seen, the characters in this film are similar to those in the game. And that is true to an extent, as in they look and they act a little bit like the characters, but there's a lot of stuff that's left out. Uh, and Alex also said that this involves a lot of punching people you know lots of people just punching each other but what it also involves is a lot of boring expository dialogue as well and it feels like there's a, a lot of waiting time between people getting punched and people getting killed the, the crux of the matter is that the majority of uh, of the film's fans are going to be fans of the game as well so a really bad idea would be to fuck around with the mythology of the tournament the origins of the characters, and take a gamble on new elements and characters that the fans didn't ask for in the first place. Did
2: Dave, Dave? Anything to add? They did that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, just like Alex said, you know, that I've not played the Mortal Kombat games either, so I'm not a hundred percent sure on certain facts. But what I do know is that it takes place in a tournament, you know, mankind fighting against uh, alien warriors, as it were, for for the safety of Earthrealm. Mm. There is no tournament in this film. There is no tournament whatsoever. And that is a key part of the game, which has just been omitted. What they've tried to do is they've tried to set this up as like the precursor to the Mortal Kombat tournament. So this is like your warm up film, as it were. And I think that's a problem because they're trying to franchise something that I don't think is going to be a very successful franchise. The whole thing about Mortal Kombat, it's not like Street Fighter where you just beat up your opponent. In Mortal Kombat, you get your fatality, you know, you get your, you kill your opponent. They're going to be running out of characters in two or three films. This isn't franchisable. That's why I think they've held back and they've not had the tournament right away. I think that's why they've introduced like fresh characters. Uh, And I think they're just setting it up in such a way that it's not really going to have legs. This isn't going to run. And they've set it up so clearly for a franchise. You know, at the end, Johnny Cage, one of the fan favorites, isn't in this. But at the end, they hint very strongly, oh, we're off to Hollywood to go recruit Johnny Cage. Tune in next time and it's just it's all setting it up it's all filler setting it up for the next films which i don't think they're going to get because i don't think this is really franchisable and i stand by that alex
1: yeah uh, I, I definitely do you know what do you know what i liked is i think if they were setting it up for a franchise um then they wouldn't have had so many deaths and i like the fact that they did have the deaths i was going to i thought oh it's going to be one of these things where you've got all of these sort of player characters and they're not going to actually like pull the trigger on any of them so you're going to have all these fights and then they're going to sort of just be pulled out at the end because you can't actually kill this, you know, character. Liu Kang because he's such a massive part of the film. So, you know, he nearly, he gets beaten, but he doesn't quite. But actually, no, I mean, people people, people are getting, like, their faces sworded in half by a hat at this point. And you're just like, oh, fair play. Like, they've just killed that character. Sub-Zero, spoiler, at the end of the film, is killed. So he's killed at the end. And you know, he's a massive character. I'm sure they'll bring him back. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a it's a franchise. So you know it's Mortal Kombat as well. He's pretty big. But they do, they do pull the trigger. And I think if they were setting themselves up for a franchise, they would have done a little bit more of the, oh, you know, we're not killing them off, we're, we're saving them. And I like, you can watch this film, knowing full well, yet yeah, they're going to bring them back somehow. I think at the end, one of them, there's this phrase where he says, death is but another <laughs> portal. And it's like, you're like, oh, okay, fair enough. They're just going to bring them back, aren't they? But, you know, yeah, that's great. Uh, but what you want to see in the film is you want to see these characters being offed. And they are like regularly, oft, you know, when, when they, when they (laughs) fight, especially at the end that, you know, it's to the death. And I was like, I I was quite surprised. I was like, oh, they're really not, they're not holding anything back on this one. Yes, they're setting themselves up for a franchise because that's what everyone does in a, in the action world these days. But they weren't holding back going like, you know, you'll, they they pay them, they pay off the fight. And that's what you want in this film. And, you know, Dave was saying the key part of the game is a tournament. The key part of the game is just get people getting smashed in the face. I think the tournament's here or there, you know. So the the key part of it is people are getting smashed in the face, and they kill them. They kill the characters, and I thought that was surprising to me. I didn't expect them to do that, and it made me. It would have made it would it did make making a franchise a little bit harder, but I think they you know they they took the braver choice there.
2: Okay, Gav, so they took a brave choice to actually kill off characters, you know, nah, no, setting them up and then shooting them <laughs> <him> down.
0: <laughs> Alex is exactly, he said the nail on the head fully there when he said, oh, death is but another window that opens. Or when, you know, I don't know, I can't remember, they said it was, it was boring. But uh, in the very first <laughs> Mortal Kombat game, I seem to be the only sort of semi-fan of, of the franchise. In the first Mortal Kombat game, Sub-Zero actually dies and he comes back in the second game as this completely different character called Noob Cybot. Um, and he's like this very awesome ninja and I was always expecting Sub-Zero to die in this film and then in the second film if it does get made to be resurrected as this new character however like he gets shrouded in this smoke and then taken away and then we're told oh you know like he might be returning later on but then that happens to some other characters as well so you're like oh hang on what so all those characters that have just died are they essentially just going to come back in the next two? so all of those deaths were essentially pointless I think I mean, we'll have to see what happens in the second film, but Garu was also shrouded in this smoke and then taken away. And I'm sure that happened to a third person as well. And it's just sort of like, well, you know, is death the end? I mean, what's the point in having the characters die if you're only going to bring them back in the next film? So their face gets sawed in half by a hat. That's the point. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Sorry I missed that point.
2: (laughs) Okay, I mean, I sort of get a little bit of it. And I suppose that the story, they've tried to come up with a new storyline so that they can extend the entire project to be whatever it wants to become we're seeing this as a precursor to potentially the tournament i don't know if there's any of mortal kombat films but i know there's like 12 mortal kombat games i played mortal kombat 1 and 2 back when it was on the mega drive to be yeah. honest with you i had absolutely no idea that it was a tournament about saving the universe to be fair i thought it was just a fighting game that
0: well you obviously know. didn't play story mode
3: you didn't you didn't immerse yourself the in the
1: background lore of it? Yeah, you just it sounds played like it for you fun. just picked it up and enjoyed yourself.
3: <laughs> yeah, you just together. played it for fun.
1: you didn't suffer <laughs> yeah. like real fans. I, you didn't get the books and read all of the background.
2: <laughs> I mean, to be honest you, I, I I was a little baffled that there was a story. Um I thought well, I've only really played it on a mega drive. I don't think there was a story mode it was literally only big enough to, to do fights. But I appreciate that it's be it's a massive, massive franchise and it, it's a huge thing. So, um, next,
0: you're going to be telling me that the Karate kids didn't have a story, <laughs> which <is> essentially <laughs> the Karate kids is a PG version of Mortal Kombat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway, t- please do tell me a little bit about the story because I think it it sounds like it's got the potential to be quite interesting. That they're doing a setup for a tournament that, to save the world. You know, how how do you go from gathering a load of fighters to have a a big battle to, oh, how about guys rather than a war? Let's do a relatively organized <laughs> battle miss. to the death. <laughs> 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 Where'd you go for there? You know, it's quite, it seems like almost civilized. Gav. The whole thing about
0: Mortal combat is that's, that's exactly enough, what it Dave. is
3: a <laughs> uh, short answer you're going to have to wait till the next film to find out because like I say, we don't see the tournament in this one they mention it briefly when they get to this temple where uh, Liu Kang is and they mention like these old it's been going on for, for centuries millennium millenniums even that this tournament's been happening and mankind have been fighting for their survival and so on. At least that's how I understand it. I may be mistaken. Like I said, I'm not a huge Mortal Kombat fan. I've just got this film to go from. Um, but as far as how the actual tournament goes down, we're not going to find out till the next film. So we kind of keep you interest that way. In this one, you've got uh, fighters who are born with this with this mark on them, which basically signals them as like an Earth champion. So they're like collected. There's about three of them that are collected by uh, the Liu Kang. They go to this temple to train uh to harness their skills but the 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 bad guy this Shang Tsung um decides to send his warriors to kind of kill them before the tournament begins you know give himself a head start and that's what this is about so it's about him trying to get into the temple it's like you can't come in the temple well I'll persuade that guy to let me in the temple now you're in the temple we'll have a bit of a fight um okay you got in the temple we're gonna have to take the fight to him What, what stops them from getting in the temple I mean, uh, Raiden puts up off. like, uh, I, I want to say force field, it makes it sound <laughs> pretty pretty now, but it's uh, it Raiden essentially puts up like a, a mystical barrier, that sounds okay. no better <laughs> <laughs> we're both accurate
1: <laughs> but, we're both accurate yeah. and uh, Kenu,
3: who is like un- known to everybody apart from the protagonist in this film as one of the main bad guys of Mortal Kombat is uh, training with the heroes and he betrays them and he takes down the force field lets the bad guys in a fight ensues, followed by another more divisive fight.
1: That is often how scenes sort of go. It's like something happens, a fight ensues. Yes, <laughs> you know I mean? that's, that's pretty much <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, that, you know... <laughs> Because, I mean, again, that's that's what happens in the game, isn't it? It's just like you get two characters, they seem to meet, and then they sort of fight and do a bum, little cool bum, thing.
3: Bum, 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 bum. Yep, that's pretty <laughs> much it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. For that alone, there's, uh, that's got a point onto the hit list there. Uh... <laughs> uh, Gav, anything to add on the story? Uh, I feel like you have a lot, actually, that you want to say about it, and I just... Want to stop you midway? Yeah, okay. I, I, I'll, I'll try. I'll try no, and keep it concise. No, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go this time. Go for it.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Judge. <laughs> I. I. I'll try and keep it concise by boiling down all my gripes into just three main grievances. Now, Dave's already aptly covered one of them in the tournament itself. Doesn't get featured. Ends up being sequel bait. It's like paying to go and see your favorite band, and then at the last minute you're just having to watch the support. Group for the rest of the gig. And, you know, it, it just feels like you're just sold out a little bit. Um, and I, I also think just what's bonkers about it is that Shang Tsung is the ruler of this nether world or nether region or netherlands or whatever. And he has got nine Mortal Kombat victories, he's got nine tournament victories. If he has one more, he basically exterminates all of mankind essentially so he's trying to just cheat his way out of it earlier i think that like raiden who is the god who is essentially representing earth i think he's either incredibly lazy or he secretly hates earth himself i mean if you were on a losing streak and knew that 10 defeats would result in the extinction of humankind wouldn't you start trying to acquire earth's best fighters and training them up i don't know about six defeats in you wouldn't leave it until like the night he basically gets in contact with them like a week before the tournaments. is that oh by the way guys my bad. Can you give us a hand here? And uh, yeah, so
2: so that's my. Who's but, been who's been fighting beforehand? I don't get it. Just him and. Yeah, just yeah, pretty much.
0: There's just, just
1: like a team of people who've just been eviscerated. I'm guessing. Yeah, much, <laughs> Ra- Raiden's just got like a big
0: photo album of people who've just dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> were they Were they all from Earth as well? They were like they were. Yeah, uh, but
0: I also think that a number of the fighters that we are introduced here, it's alluded to that like Liu Kang uh, and um, the other guy that I've forgotten the one with the hat. as uh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I think both of them have fought in the tournament before, but not died. Okay. Okay, Look, look, can we just sort of remember that this is
1: the games, right? It's just a very vague way of getting two people to fight. Okay. So the fact the backstory is, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm sure if you, if you sort of took it apart, yeah, you can easily rip it to shreds, you know, but really it, you're not really focusing on, oh, you know, these are the bad guys and these are the good guys. There's a little bit of reasoning going on. You know, Gav was saying there's loads of exposition. I don't think there's like tons of it, to be honest. And like, mainly just going for the fights. So yeah, if, if you look into the, the background of it, this nitty gritty, but the film doesn't let you when you're watching it, the film's not allowing you to go, but couldn't the why would the outworld and not the, you know, you're just like, nah, you know, he's just ripped someone's hands off. Do you know what I mean? At some point, he sub zero freezes Jax's arms and then pulls them off. Mm. You're not going, oh my goodness, what does this mean in the outworld? You know, I wonder what the how did the previous <laughs> tournament win is? You know, it's maybe something later on when you're on the bus and you're thinking about it, going, I wonder how that is. But at the time when you're watching a film, you're not, you know, no one in the right mind is doing that. They're just going yeah. like, oh, he's ripped his arms off. Didn't expect that. That's much gorier than I thought. I wonder what's going to happen next.
0: But but I wish it was like that. I wish it was just a case of like, okay, give it a little bit of backstory or a little bit of context as to what this tournament's about. Get the fighters to the tournament and then have those scenes it just feels like it's just like oh we'll have a fighting scene and then there's more expository dialogue or more setting up for something that doesn't happen and then oh here's another fighting scene i would have just much liked it if it was just like okay you, we know exactly what the fans want they just want to see people getting murdered on screen very very horrifically and let's just yeah give them i that mean that. yeah was <laughs> to yeah. but- happen dave mentioned about this arcana before right i get it right the director and writers are trying to make this film more accessible to a wider audience who might be unfamiliar with the games uh, so they feel like they have to explain how these characters have got the powers that they've got but the explanations are just boring and just overly long and they boil down to you either obtain superpowers that relate to your character if you're either born with a Mortal Kombat birthmark or you have that mark transferred onto you if you kill somebody who has it you know audience have paid to see their favorite Mortal Kombat characters as I said beating the living piss out of each other uh, and you know ending up in a hilariously gruesome deaths they don't want to have to sit through a succession of origin stories which is what it is and you know Some of them, it's just... Cole, who's this main character that I I mentioned before, he takes forever to acquire his powers, which are essentially a skin-type vest that could absorb energy and then distribute it later on. But Sonya gets her powers almost instantly after killing Kano. And hers are essentially like shooting energy rings like a wounded Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, You know, it just... (laughs) (laughs) For me, it, it, it tries to become a little bit like Marvel or the MCU. And I've read an interview with the writer, Greg Russo, who worked for Wonder Woman, who said that he took inspiration from MCU. And it's essentially like trying to give all the characters origin stories. And it's just like it takes away for me the element of what the tournament was about, which is just like fighters from all over the world, all these different realms, anybody can win, whether it be like a frost demon or a Hollywood actor, you know, now it's either, you know, it's either because you've got a birthright, like the modern day UK monarchy, or something that you acquire from killing your opponent, like, you know, old school UK monarchy. it It just feels like it's just taking it away too far from the game.
2: I, I mean, you know, I don't mind that it's t- too far away from the game necessarily. I mean, it doesn't always work. Mario didn't necessarily work. She just stood
1: nearer the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, two hours of Bob Hoskins just jumping on
0: mushrooms <laughs> would have been better.
3: God, I would have paid to see that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Instead, said it feels like two hours of Bob Hoskins doing mushrooms.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah. I, I don't mind necessarily that it doesn't follow the game. You know, Street Fighter didn't follow the game, you know, and and that was rather <laughs> strange. I see no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you need to use better examples, but who doesn't like, like Street Fighter? Yeah, you know, I'm just saying that there's a lot of um there's, a, there's a, there are a lot of films like Tomb Raider loosely follows the game, but not the same game story as you know, it just happens that she likes to go rummaging around um caves and whatnot, you know, treasure hunting. <laughs> so it, it doesn't uh <laughs> The, I time, the whole
0: like one hour 30 minute two minutes of film by yeah a woman who likes to go rubbish around
2: <laughs> so you know i don't think it necessarily follows that just because it doesn't follow the game it's not going to be a good film um so you know i guess it, it's a fighting game it's a fighting movie it's a martial arts movie does it feel like a martial arts movie
1: yeah i'd say it's an awful lot of action and it's good fights and it's well choreographed uh you know I I think there's no point, we might as well bring in cast and characters because these are more actors that are for the martial arts. So uh, you're not getting any like really nuanced or incredible performances, I wouldn't say. Like they're fine. There's no one that like, I wouldn't say drop the ball, uh, drops the ball particularly. There's some good actors in it, uh, especially uh, who plays Scorpion or Hanzo uh, Hassasashi. Hasashi Yuki uh, Sanada. Sanada he's uh he's he's really good in this um as he is in most things but yeah the the main thing you want from the actors is their ability to fight well and they all can really fight well like they're obviously very well trained and the action the fights are really good in fact what what I like about the fights is it's quite like the game it's you know you've kind of got these setups where it's normally just like one-on-one fighting just like it is in in, in the Mortal Kombat ones but it's very bloody, like I said before, and that makes it unique. So as an action film, you're watching it. It feels a bit unique in the sense if you're not watching the same old guff. Like the Mortal Kombat films from the 90s were a bit cheesy, whereas this is a bit more gory, a bit more brutal and a bit more, you know, similar to the game. So you've got the actors that can pull off these pretty good stunts. And it is like the game because you've got these little references, these nice little references. At one point, you know, these sort of the like, I think Kano pulls out this lizard character's heart and just goes like (laughs) fatality and you know it's like oh that's a nice way they put that into Into and then later on when you know my favorite bit as i've mentioned a few times is when uh, is it lu kong um gets his hat he spins it into the ground so his hat is spinning round, and then he sort of like surfs another character into the hat and their face just like falls apart and he goes, puts his hat back on and goes like, flawless victory. And, you know, there's these nice little bits. And also a lovely little bit of anyone, I'm sure anyone who's ever picked up a fighting game, it's a bit where a character's fighting another one and the other one just keeps bending to the floor and like kicking him in his shins again and again and again. As anyone who's played a fighting game knows, it's like a cheat to do when you don't really know how to fight. <laughs> you just keep kicking him in the shins. And uh, these little bits that made the action a bit, you know, unique. Unique to Mortal Kombat, and just well choreographed. No one could come out of this and go, "Those fights weren't well choreographed." I didn't like the fights in Mortal Kombat. They they're entertaining, and that's the chunk of the film that needs to be. So it, it you know it gets it gets that gets that spot on.
2: Well, I mean, which sounds
3: ideal to me. You know, what about you, Dave? <laughs> I I have, a, I have a few disagreements. Um, yeah, I'd say the the actors that they've cast, they have gone for guys with a bit of a martial arts background. However, I also feel that they've missed a trick because they didn't exploit that enough. I think they've kind of relied too heavily on CGI. They've relied too heavily on stuntmen as well, you know, at certain points. Mm-hmm why cast actors if you're not going to go for big if you're going to shun big names and go for actors that you believe could be credible martial artists and experienced martial artists why then not let them do what they've trained to do i mean probably for insurance reasons more than anything else but you've got too much cgi being used too much too many stunt men being used we could have done with a bit more hand-to-hand combat to actually show that these actors who many of them are well-versed in, in certain martial arts let them prove it. Let them show what they can do. Give them a chance to have a little bit of back and forth, throw a few kicks, throw a few punches before someone gets thrown into a rotating hat. that acts as a chainsaw, you know, before we get to that point, let's just see what these guys can do. Cause you've got the actors. They, they, they cast the right people, I think, um, into far as their martial arts ability, but the rest of it just kind of fell short. Like I say, it just, they missed the trick there. They should have stuck to their guns and kept on rather than going to the whole CGI MCU, big battle with, so, with this all computer animated. We keep uh, sorry this might be. Uh, maybe I have missed the trick here.
2: We keep bringing up the MCU. is mm-hmm. Isn't this film
3: before the MCU? No, this Benif- is 2021. This is a yeah. recent release. This has just come out. This has You're just come out. the 90s,
0: don't
1: you? There, there is a
3: there's a, there's a 90s more. <laughs> there's a new Mortal Kombat. <laughs>
2: Bring it! I was going to say so. Is, you know, it
3: relies heavily <laughs> on the CGI. Are we not going to? This is this is why we call you the wild card, man. Oh
2: my God! have been talking
1: it on the group? This is the new <laughs> Mortal Combat.
0: <laughs> I think. Mean, I mean, like. Fair play f- for the original film, Stay in Power. It came out in 1995 and we're all paying 15.99 to <laughs> watch it on Pro.
2: <laughs> That's literally what I was thinking. I was like, really £15 each? I- I'm sure it's on YouTube. <laughs> but, but okay, so, yeah, there's it's a a brand, new, so, so it's a brand film. new one, so there's a good chance that it is. St- I should have brought that up in my opening.
3: <laughs> in, in its relation <laughs> <in> to <its relation laughs> MCU, it definitely owes a huge homage. I mean, MCU, let's make no... Beef about it. They're good films, but they do follow a very distinct plot structure. Yeah, you know it's it's been well established, and this is that same plot structure. Okay, Gav? The only thing is, it doesn't have the same star power or the same familiarity with the characters that MCU would have. Yeah. Okay, Gav. Seen any tiny one?
0: Uh, yeah. No. I just wanted to expand on something that Dave said. What is the point in hiring experienced fight choreographers, stunt teams, and martial artists like Joe Taslim from The Raid if you're just going to butcher the fights with loads of unnecessary cam reddits? So many of these, apart from, I'd say, maybe the first fight between Scorpio and Sub-Zero... Every fight after that is just cut for cut for cut. It just leaves you feeling really disorientated and means that all of the fights end up looking the same. You know, you might remember the fatalities that we've we've discussed, but I guarantee that you won't remember some aspects of the actual fights themselves because they just, you know, they end up just being really formulaic because of all these unnecessary, like horrible edits. And I, I mentioned that fight between Sub-Zero and Scorpion, which I think is brilliant. And this is just another gripe that I've got, but there was an actual seven minute teaser trailer of this fight released to hype the film now unfortunately, the fight itself is only about eight minutes long. So if you watch that seven minute teaser trailer, mm-hmm. it's pointless tra- watching the, the you know the film for this scorpio um scorpio scorpion isn't scorpio an american gladiator
3: so <laughs> yeah. simpsons villain isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah <laughs> so, scorpion is like heavily featured in the marketing and the advertising for this film and then just really isn't f- featured in the film at all they, they're in the first sort of like 10 minutes then they die and then they come back for the last sort of like 10 minutes and even that scene at the end You know, it's been building up. It's been hyped up, all the film, Sub-Zero versus Scorpion, round two. And it's just, once again, brutally cut with all these edits, quick edits. It keeps on cutting to Cole, trying to save his family, who have been frozen. And it's just like, I don't care about Cole and his family. I just want to see Sub-Zero and Scorpion fight to the death. It's just, yeah, it's lots of unnecessary edits, and they they don't make good use of their actors.
2: Alex, poorly directed fight scenes?
0: Right, well, you know, look, I agree with Gav.
1: Okay. but well, I'm also going to say, because I agree with Gav, that this is possibly why we don't have a big friendship group. Do you know what I mean? Why it's, it's, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? We don't. And we don't because, and this is the reason, because when people go out to the pub, having watched Mortal Kombat and are going on about, oh, do you remember the bit where the guy got his hands cut off? Or do you remember, the guy? we're the guy in the corner that no one wants to bring anyway. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's going on about the fucking camera edits and how the fight scenes would have been better if the marketing and advertising had been done differently. Do you know what I mean? This is why, this is why we're all mates. Do you know what I mean? This is why other people don't invite us places. You know, it, it, it's, it, it's this exact sort of thing. And I agree. I completely agree but no one else would. No one else comes out of Mortal Kombat going on those fucking fucking camera edits if that hadn't happened. You know, and I just wish they'd done the marketing and advertising differently. It doesn't happen. It's just us, guys. It's
0: just us.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's what I wanted to say on that. Um, while well, while we're on about the shots and the cgi and the things like that like i assume it's 2021 is are we feeling like 4k goodness is it is it yes, does it feel CG. like a, does it feel like a computer game there's a lot of
1: CGI, um, as Dave said, but it's done well. I mean, I did, there was no points when it was like a bit. It was, it was a bit like, yeah. and it's quite pretty in places. You know, I, I, I mean, it's not a lot. Like Gav was right when he was talking about Sonya Blade, sort of hoop the hoops that comes off her arms that she seems to be able to blow people's stomachs apart with. Like they, those are really pretty, and all the different you know the different fight suits and stuff are all done. Costumes are good, and you know the soundtrack's decent as well. I, you know, none of it's stellar, but all of it's decent enough to make the film smooth and, and like not get an, away. Uh...
2: You could sit in on a like a, a rainy Friday night, have a few beers and watch it. Or?
1: You know what? Coming back from the pub would be the perfect time to pop this on, like <laughs> slightly battered. With a big kebab is is the proper way. <laughs> the proper way to enjoy way, more you combat. You just don't
2: want the night to end. Then yeah, can. yeah, yeah.
1: You should really go to bed. You know. We also know you got you got a couple of cans left over, and you're <laughs> going to crack them open.
0: Do you know. What I, mean? like, I know, I know when the happen, Blu-ray so. comes out, that's just going to be the quote at the top of this. <laughs> Best enjoyed, you're slightly battered, and with a big kebab.
2: <laughs> Thumbs on trial. Fantastic. Um. I mean, do we have any closing points, anything to wrap up on? Like, the, the, I mean, the Mortal Kombat, the games, have some pretty epic music. Dave was playing them, singing it just before. Anything like that in here? Any little throwbacks to it? You know, just a little, you know, not, something played on the pump the while credits. they're training or something? No? <laughs> not
3: until the end credits. Okay,
2: so it's only when you get to the end. So, yeah, okay. So I suppose one other little question, because it's still baffling me a little bit that we've got a 2021 Mortal Kombat <laughs> how how does this relate this is just completely standalone film almost like a reboot yeah
1: it's a it's a reboot it's nothing to do with the earlier two okay. it's a reboot and it's trying to like Dave was saying he's he's right it's just, it's trying to boot up a, a franchise
3: yeah okay. they're not even subtle about it they are trying to okay. put a franchise okay. in place
2: okay uh, go ahead uh, Kev
0: I just wanted to just quickly put something about casting characters if that's alright
2: and I think something more I thought we'd been through Alex really hammered it home that they were ideal ideal casting characters, everybody well, I wanted to see. I think we, we've clearly got more to say then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just disagree. I, I think that Dave will probably um, have a lot more to say on this because he'll, he'll know every single actor that's in this film and at least 20 films that they've already been in. Uh, but I just wanted to say a bit about the characters just because you know I'm a, a fan of the games. I just think that they get some of the characters really wrong. Uh, I think the, the biggest fault is, is Goro who is this like massive like eight foot monster with like four arms who has been told, he's been introduced as this unbeatable champion of previous tournaments and we're not showing him for ages so we're building up the hype and the suspense and when we eventually get to see him, he's like this totally CGI'd henchman who was quite easily disposed of in a few minutes by Cole, who only acquires his superpower like mid-fight with Goro, so it's, it's like he's getting battered for ages and he's just like, oh hang on, I've got a super vest, here you go, uh, you're dead and you know, the Jax as well uh, you know, I wasn't quite happy with Jax I liked when he got his arms pulled off. That was really nice. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part of the film. <laughs> really, really? Really? You really? <laughs> no, like, it, it was. It was. It was absolutely fantastic. I couldn't have pulled his arms off better myself. <laughs> well done. I've been dreaming about those arms getting pulled off. and uh, It did not disappoint. But like, he gets these weird little tiny robot hands surgically put onto him by Raiden's temple monks. I, I don't know How? But then he gets beaten up by Reiko. Uh, he, he, you know, so, and then he somehow grows these bigger arms as part Get of his, his superpower. Corner. As a A Sakano, yeah. So, so, Sakano means that he can, you know, bulk up his little tiny robot hands. And when the characters are picking off other opponents and they're saying, I want to fight them, I want to fight them, he says, I'll have Reiko because we've got some business to settle. You know, Reiko literally just beat him up before, right? But what about the guy who literally pulled off your arms? What about Sub Zero, (laughs) (laughs) froze your arms and shattered them off your body? He's just kind of. He
1: most recently had a fight with Reiko.
0: Now, Gav, what does he do to Reiko? Oh yeah, he, uh, he thunder slaps his head. That's another issue I've got. That's he claps
1: like, his head. That's another he issue. He claps I've got. him to death. He so literally it, like, claps his head
0: so hard his head explodes exactly but but what really fucks me up about not to this? like no I'll tell you right now is if you're a Mortal Kombat fan the biggest sort of the pl- uh, the platform that you wanted to fight, the location that you wanted to use if you were a fan was the pit stage that is like an this iconic is the c- pub and the pub clears
1: no, no, no one else wants another pint everyone's like oh this, god this, he's going on about this, the fucking pits, pits the now pits isn't he let me
0: finish it's an no, iconic, going home, it's an iconic <laughs> stage right everybody playing Mortal Kombat will remember trying to uppercut somebody into the pit and watching them getting impaled on the spikes the pit stage in this is like Chekhov's gun you know we're showing it we're showing the pit we're showing the spikes and then nobody gets thrown onto the spikes the pit, what's the point the pit stage
1: is like Chekhov's gun <laughs> it's like Chekhov's
2: gun uh, oh, I love it. Oh, all right anything any, anything else to uh to add essentially you know i, I can't
1: <laughs> yeah i think my last point was just you know someone gets their head clapped. I, you know i would have kicked myself if i'd forgotten to tell you that someone gets their head clapped to death you know <laughs> i'm glad that i'm glad we've put that in at the end
2: oh fantastic all right is there a quiz this time around any any facts any amazing trivia that i need to know well, don't, I don't need to know, but I'm going to get told anyway. I've got a quiz. I think, <laughs> I'm not sure quiz. if anyone's
1: got any uh, any facts. Would you like to hear a quiz? I would love to have a
3: quiz. Tell me, okay. it's called Test Your Might.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish it. I wish it had been. Uh, no, this is uh, my biggest gripe with Mortal Kombat being a teacher is the spelling. To be honest, I find, I, find, <laughs> <laughs> I, find, uh, I find it quite. I find it quite annoying. So I've decided to do a quiz where I'm going to read out actors' names in other films that have been misspelled okay okay okay, okay.
2: Then,
1: you got to tell you got to tell me what the film is okay i'll start with uh, i'll start with a nice easy one okay um in fact i'm just going to say the first name and i'm hoping people jump in very quickly just jump in and tell me the title dale midkiff Bam. pet cemetery it is pet cemetery well done uh next one uh, spelt with uh, an s instead of a c by the way uh, the next one is uh, Jaden Smith, Sandy Newton, Will Smith. Uh, after Earth?
2: Um.
1: Brian Ho. I'll I'll give you, if you can't come up with it, I'll give you the synopsis as well. A struggling salesman. Oh, is it about being be a happy
2: Happiness man? Is, is
1: the pursuit of happiness. It is the pursuit of happiness. Well done, it, very well done.
2: Is it? How do you spell? Why do they, what do they spell wrong? Happiness
1: is, is spelled with a Y in the middle instead of an I.
0: And I don't know why. I haven't watched the film, but... Oh. It's based on, a, on a, an autobiography. Of the maybe guy. he was
2: looking for... Um, maybe it's actually meant to be based in Scotland. And he was <laughs> looking for a, a a happy medical creature in the lake. <laughs> Happiness. Happiness. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> or it was a mistranslation, and it was actually about a pair going through uh, toilet stalls. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> leaving that
1: one right there. <laughs> uh, right, next one: uh, Melanie Laurent, Eli Roth, Diane Kruger, Brad Bam. Pitt, Dave. Inglorious bastards. It is inglorious bastards. Spelled awfully. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next one: uh, Kevin Spacey, Brad Pitt. Seven with a that seven is. in seven the middle. Of it seven sleep. Sleep. I, I feel middle.
3: that was a stylistic choice rather than a spelling. Uh, it's on my list, Dave. It's on my <laughs> list. I
1: did, I did, I did Google this, so uh, <laughs> we can trust it. Uh, next one, a um, bit slightly tricky. Matthew Lillard, Embeth Davids, Shannon Elizabeth, Tony Shalhoub. Bam,
0: bam, thirty. <laughs> ghosts
1: it with is a 13, 13 in there somehow it's a 13 know. it's it's the it's the uh, teeny h is a third is a 13 of course. uh lloyd avery the second hood hail alamir lawrence fishburne cuba gooden jr oh uh, bam. boys in the hood boys in the hood spelt with an z Zed. instead of an s uh all right only a couple more amanda pete Keanu Reeves, Diane Keaton. Jack Nicholson. Uh, um, oh,
0: no. Something's got to give.
1: Yes. Uh, is it? Yes. So it's not something's got to give. They've changed it into a gotter, okay. which is uh, appalling spelling. And the last one <laughs> is Jermaine Fowler, Sherry Headley, Arsenio Hall, Eddie Murphy. Um, yep. Coming to America? Coming to America with the number two. Oh, no. Sorry. That wasn't the last one. Oh. The last one is I'll be interested to see if you can get this first. It's a tricky one. Sylvester Stallone, Gene Hackman, Sharon Stone, Woody Allen. What a cast!
3: <laughs> what film is that? Um, oh, Copland. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, honestly,
1: when I tell <laughs> you the answer, remember Copland. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is either one getting arrested? We I'll give, give you. I can give you this. Oh, the trailer. This, I'll blank there. out. I'll blank out the word because the word's actually in the title. A rather neurotic. Mm, tries to break from his totalitarian society while trying to win the affection of the princess he loves. I think Bam, Rambo! <laughs> no, you've all gone quite um, dark. Woody Allen's in it. Sharon Stone's in it. Bugs Gene life. Hackman.
3: Ants. Ants! Ants. Well, <laughs> done. Ants. well Sy- done, Ants. Sylvester Stallone going first through me. <laughs> yes, I know. Ants, it's
1: not with a Z. Ants, Ants of course. Done. Quiz. Well that was a good quiz. LaFont
2: that was a good quiz one thing that, sorry it was cropped up to me just before when we said it you said it was Greg Russo yes is he no he's Russo not one brother? of the
0: Russos but he is a Russo
2: Just a Russo yeah, well no, actually no he's G Russo <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mr Russo <if>
2: least <laughs> <laughs> he's no relation then no uh, I don't think so no you think if anything if you had the same name you would try and steer as far away from DMCU is possible, wouldn't you? Just in case. but
0: Well, just lean into it. You know what I mean? It's Where the billions
1: like... are, though, isn't it? I guess that's
2: like. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe he thought if we go along those lines, people might think I'm uh, part of that. Yeah. Um, thanks for the good quiz anyway that was ideal cheers for clarifying that we're looking at a 2021 film not a
0: 1995
2: film I'm just glad um,
0: that like you went uh, the prosecution of defence well actually I'm not glad I'm quite gutted that you went the prosecution of the defence uh, just to
2: see <laughs> if it went
0: as long I'm a bit gutted <laughs>
1: that you figured it out
0: halfway through I wish we could have got more towards the end
1: <laughs> I think <sighs> oh yeah
2: uh, yeah, I mean, I think we almost did make I was, I wasn't going to question it. I thought, oh, well, you know, it's an interesting thing to bring up as an argument. I'll just leave it, you know, for a 1995 film. We'll, we'll rest with it. For me, it does sound like this film is probably poor. It's No, it doesn't sound like it's got a great script. It doesn't sound like there's much in the way of character development. But it does sound like it's got, you know, the fights that are there, you know, an eight-minute fight, regardless of whether you've seen the trailer or not. A you know a good fight between two main characters that's I think that's pretty epic. It's not often that you get an action scene that's that's that long. So to you know to hold people's interest for that sort of length of time sounds pretty good. And it's a bold re- reboot of a you know a story. I'm really quite torn to be honest with you, and I th- I think it's because you know as Alex said that maybe it's not necessarily the sort of film that that would go with, but Maybe I think now's the right time. If ever you're gonna bring out a mindless killing film about people trying to save the world from from aliens or from some gods. And it sounds like they didn't maybe didn't hit too far of the mark for that sort of mindless action film. I'm gonna I'm gonna ease it onto the hit list just just gently over the edge.
0: I'll call Judge at it again. Genuine opinions starting with Alex.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't like it, but I would also say that Ozzy's probably right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I I, I was never going to like Mortal Kombat. So I wouldn't say I was a good judge of this film because they're just nowhere near the sort of people that would like Mortal Kombat. I, I think, and I think actually, you know, I, I, I do think people who like Mortal Kombat and fighting films would love this. Do you know what I mean? I think 13-year-old me would have much, you know, would have really enjoyed it. So yeah, I mean, I didn't like it personally, but I actually think, it it is a decent, you know, I think you're completely spot on there, Ozzy. It's not far from the mark. It is a decent little, could have been better. I think it could have been a bit more polished and maybe been a classic, but it's not that far away. Um, I think the problem that people have or had with it was the trailer was really good for it, and I think that sort of put expectations a little too high, and then I think people went into, for some reason, went into a Mortal Kombat film expecting (sighs) something like absolutely incredible, but
2: wasn't the trailer in front of Endgame? wasn't it or a short one some there was something i don't, know. It's been I, don't long. Know? I, think I vaguely it was... remember it
0: yeah i think it's like one of those films well, gonna... that was finished in 2019 and it's just taken so long to get yeah. out I,
1: i'm gonna say it probably went on the right list i would have i i think it's a shit film but i think it's possibly just me rather than uh, it actually being a bad film
0: okay uh dave what do you think
3: uh, I didn't like it either. Truth be told, I, yeah, th- there was just a lot missing here. I think paper thin characters, poor script, you know, very little plot. I think, and but a lot of carnage and blood and gore and fighting. That sounds like a great fighting game, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to make a great <laughs> make film. A um, so yeah, and again, not for me. Like I said, I'm not a Mortal Kombat fan, so not for me. But that said, I can't fault o- Ozzy's logic in his surmising of his judgment there. He's like, yeah, th- he's got a point. Not for me, but you know, I'm sure there is an audience out there for this.
0: Yeah, well, I agreed with a hundred percent of the things that I said, but I also really enjoyed it. <laughs> like, I thought it was really shit, but I also really, really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I, I think that yeah, maybe it is on the right list. I, you know what, I think that fans of the game, like I say, like die-hard fans of the game, might not. Like it as much. I think general fans of the game, and maybe people who know what the game is about, and just want to see, you know, two people smashing each other's faces in, and then you know, a really brutal fatality. I think they're going to be satisfied by this. But we'll find out. Is it higher or lower <laughs> than our previous film on trial, which was Conan, which got sixty four percent and seventy four percent critical and audience scores on Rotten Tomatoes?
2: They, they normally, based on what you guys have said, I am going to say, I am going to say lower, but. It feels like that. The, I don't know. The sort of people who write these reviews. Are,
1: yeah, wouldn't like it. But the fans. Yeah, yeah so I'd say I, I think there's going to be a low critical, but maybe a higher.
3: Yeah, I'm uh, thinking higher for fans because it normally comes score. out of the gate quite high mm-hmm. and then slowly goes down in the coming months.
0: So. Yeah, well, Dave, you're completely on it there. It is 55% critical, lower than Conan, but a whopping 86% fan score. Wow. So yeah, I mean whether that comes down or not, but I, I think it's it's one of those things that uh, because of the pandemic and because the you know, the, the our home theatre release is quite quite high. Maybe people who really want to watch Mortal Kombat are the only people who are seeing it at the moment. And maybe when it gets more of a wider general release and, and more people go to see it, maybe that score will come down. But for the time being, yeah, I think it's a really good score.
2: I so wait. It's been paid, so I cannot wait to spend fifteen pounds on. Uh, watching <laughs> Thanks, uh,
0: thanks, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice one, Joel. Uh, to, be, to be fair, I went to go and see it at the Odeon, and it was only seven pounds, so I feel like I got off lately.
2: Yeah. Was it? Do you do you think it benefited from watching it in a cinema than rather than at home? Like uh, genuinely, it sounds like an epic rather than a. Chilling. There's a lot
1: of
0: CGI. There's a lot of like visual effects and stuff.
1: Yeah. Well. I, I guess th- I it's
2: surround yeah.
0: They're definitely, because because I think one thing that Alex touched upon slightly is the visual effects, and I think they are extremely good. So I watched a video, a YouTube video, breaking down the special effects in Mortal Kombat, and some of them are fantastic. Really, yeah. Anyway, right. Thank you very much, <laughs> Katie.
2: She'll fucking love it. <laughs> uh, what, say. what are we going to watch? We're genuinely going to watch it In the Heights. I Promise you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So next week, we're entering a new season, and it's a very smooth transition. Faultless, even if you could say. It's Mortal Kombat moving into rom-com month. So Yeah, but enough. what have we got?
1: we got four weddings first, haven't we? Yeah, we're starting off And with don't forget, there's a great fatality in that as well,
0: isn't there? Oh, there, we, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there's a fantastic fatality <laughs> four weddings and one funeral. There we go. There we go. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, all of the roles have been picked up at that are random. So in defense of four weddings and a funeral, is going to be myself and Ozzy. In prosecution, is going to be Alex and Joel. And the judge is going to be Dave. So yeah, that that is it. Just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to this episode. And if you liked the episode, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. Why not give us a lovely five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? If you want to check out more content, you can go to filmsontrial.co.uk or check us out on Twitter at Film Trials or Facebook, YouTube, or Instagram, Films on Trial. So that is it. Mortal Kombat 2021 Aussie is a hit somehow maybe 1995's version might not have done as well (laughs) who knows (laughs) anyway thank you very much everybody we'll be back in your ears next week with four Wednes and a funeral goodbye
2: there's loads of crust left on that pie finish it (laughs) fatality